Welcome to the Mind Body Musings Podcast, the show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon, a former fitness model gone sane and the author of the popular self-love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more insight on how to stop food and exercise from controlling your life, check out her website, maddiemoon.com, and grab your free guide. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is going to be episode 115. Today we're talking about relationships. Yay! I've had quite a few people reaching out to me saying, hey, will you make a podcast on this topic or a video or Facebook Live or whatever? And I decided that I had enough to say about this topic to put into a podcast, a solo podcast. So today we're talking specifically about how to know when a relationship isn't working. And this applies to both romantic relationships and platonic relationships, but I'm coming at this from an angle of romantic. So if you're not currently in a romantic relationship, but you have people in your life where you're like, hmm, is this working out? I believe you can still apply everything I'm saying to to this, to to this with this podcast. Um, but I'll probably be using a lot of verbiage around a romantic partnership. So just keep that in mind. Know that you can do both. Before we head on over there to talk about these important things, I want to let everyone know that my retreat coming up on September 29th to October 2nd, the forever free retreat, I have two spots left. Two spots! We have six girls coming, six amazing girls right now, and I want to get to eight. So there are two spots left. If you feel a calling, if you feel a desire, if you feel an Um, overpowering need to attend this retreat in Boulder, Colorado, reach out to me. Reach out to me. Let me know. You can also go to the coaching tab on my website. Scroll down. You'll see retreats and you can apply there and then I will email you back letting you know if I think you'll be a good fit and with some more details. All you need to know is that this retreat is filled with diving deep into what freedom means to each one of us. We'll be talking about relationships we have in our life and maybe ones that aren't working so much, how to let go of things that are no longer serving us, and we'll be covering a lot of very just emotional deep topics, but also a lot of fun things. I have a lot of surprises planned. We'll be going on a really fun hike and hopefully doing some yoga that's still kind of in the works to see if I can get this set up around where I live. And yeah, it'll be in my home. So uh, you'll be coming into my home and we'll be having community here and I'll be providing food. And it's just going to be a wonderful weekend of sisterhood bonding, growing together and just making some memories. So I'm really excited about this. And if you want to be one of the last two people to take a spot, let me know because I would love to have you join us. Next thing, if you are desiring a full freedom shift where your entire 
entire life is just taken to a next level where you're going to be unfolding things that you've been dealing with, taking that next leap into your dreams, uncovering the struggles, the limiting beliefs and barriers that have been holding you back, then you may be a good fit for my one-on-one coaching. I am still taking four people on for my one-on-one coaching. It's been a lot of interviewing that I've been doing, but I'm still, I still have four spots open. So if you want to apply for one of those spots, there's going to be a link on the show notes for this to apply for my one-on-one coaching. And it will also be on the coaching tab. So if it's easier just to head on over to the coaching tab on my website and apply there, you are more than welcome to do so. And I work with my clients for a minimum of six months. So if you can make this commitment and you feel that your heart is truly in this and you want a shift in your life like nothing else, where you will be on fire, having just like fire radiating out of your fingers and know that you always have someone that you can talk to a safe space for your vulnerabilities and for your insecurities and things you want to share, then you'll probably be a good fit. And also you should know that I accept clients who are scared of this commitment. If you're absolutely comfortable with it and you have no worries in the world, then it's probably not going to change you and, and push you to grow as much as if it would if you were to be a little bit nervous and scared of that growth, because that is a scary thing. It requires you to be out of your comfort zone. So that's a good sign. So apply. And And if I think you're going to be a good fit, I will set up an interview with you and we'll get rocking and rolling. So now for the awesome review of the week, this one comes from Azarian, Azarian, and they say life-changing with five stars. This podcast is amazing. My day doesn't start without listening to one of Maddie's inspirational interviews. I've been recovering from binge eating disorder the past few years and have come so far, but Maddie's podcast really helped change my mind. How to think and eat intuitively and let go of shame and stress. I'm an American living abroad in Dubai and I had a hard time finding resources to help my recovery when I moved. She is so relatable and always hits the nail on the head about the thoughts we all think we are having alone when really most of us share, most women share. Thank you for all the hard work, love, and personal touch you put into your podcast. You are so welcome, beautiful A. Azarian. I think I'm saying that right. I hope I'm saying that right. Thank you so much for following the podcast and for letting me know that your day doesn't start until you listen to an episode. That's awesome. I love that. So if you haven't left a review for the show, that's an easy way to support what I'm doing over here. So if it really has served you well, leave a review on my podcast by just going to iTunes, clicking write a review and writing one up. That's seriously the easiest way to make the biggest difference for this podcast. You keep me in that top 50 section of podcasts and that's where I want to stay so I can keep reaching and touching lives. So thank you so much for everyone that has written a review and for thank you. Thank you for everyone that is going to write a review. Okay, so today's topic, how to know when a relationship is not working. How do you, how do you know, right? It's just like when you're in that mist of being in a relationship and you see so many of the good things but you also feel so many of the bad things. But then you have those thoughts like, but what if I'm just giving up if I give up on this relationship? What if I'm just not putting in the effort? What if every relationship's actually like this and I just don't know it and I'm just not mature enough to handle it? Ah, ah, ah. 
let me tell you that your thoughts, you're not alone. Like I've had these thoughts so many times in my life and it's really hard. It's really tough. It's tough when you're in the midst of a relationship to know when it's really serving you or not. Even though I, I do believe deep down, we all know. I think we have the answers deep down to what we really want, what we don't really want. We're just scared and uncomfortable with facing it. We're scared of making a mistake. We're scared because we think in terms of black and white. We think that either something is right or wrong when clearly everything is gray. And it's just about what's right for you right now. It's really, that's really the main question is there is no right or wrong, but it's just what's right for you. What is going to make you feel the best version of yourself? Is someone bringing you down day after day after day and you're staying with them because you're comfortable? Hmm, that's common, but that doesn't mean that person is is really fulfilling you in your life. If they're bringing you down every day, but you're with them when because you're comfortable, trust me, girlfriend, or trust me, boyfriend, you will be comfortable with somebody else too. Comfortability comes after a while, and then there's no reason to stay with someone or convenience because you live together. Just because you share all this stuff doesn't mean that it's worth making yourself miserable every day to just stay in this situation. Because trust me, after you get your stuff moved out, you get new stuff, you start on your own life, you get through that initial point of being alone and like the scaredness, everything goes back to normal. It goes back to the way it was before you were with this person. It goes back to being comfortable on your own. It just, it's a growing point. It's a growing stage that you have to work through. And you're not alone. Everyone has to go through this. It's a common, common struggle, but it's also a common, common triumph once you finally get get out of a, a toxic relationship or a relationship that's pulling you down. Then you finally feel like the version of yourself that you lost. And that is the rich reward that is waiting for you on the other side of making that decision. So here are eight things I'm going to go over. Eight things to know when a relationship isn't working. Number one, you're not feeling the way you want to feel. And this is kind of a point, this is a point that we covered in a previous episode of how to know when a relationship is working when it's not. Stop focusing on what a relationship is supposed to look like and instead focus on how you want to feel in it. Don't look at the piece of paper with all of the things written down of what the perfect relationship is supposed to be. Money, success, blah, 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 rich, tall, blonde hair, blue eyes, brown hair, tattoos, piercings. I don't know what's on your list, but instead of focusing on what's on the list, focus on how you want to feel. Do you want to feel supported and cherished and adored and loved? Do you want to feel heard? Do you want to feel, um, do you want to be seen? All of those things. What is it that, what is it the feeling that you're desiring in a relationship? And are you getting that feeling? Be very clear on the way you're feeling about a relationship. Do you feel expansive and open or do you feel closed and shut off? Do you feel expansive as in looking at, a puppy holding a puppy or a puppy um, just running at you, like almost smiling and jumping in your bed to cuddle with you for a night? Or do you feel closed off as in paying bills and jumping out of a plane? What is the way that you feel? Are you feeling loved and adored and you want to give back love and uh, adoration or or what? What is going on with you? When you hear the person's name, do you have mixed emotions? When you talk about this person, do you just shut down or do you light up? Ask yourself these very important questions. I know that the way I want to feel, and this is another point that I'll come up with on, at the end of, of these points, but... I want to feel very supportive. And if I don't feel supportive, then I 
feel unheard and unseen and other parts of me kind of just get quieter because naturally I'm a pretty I I don't I wouldn't say I'm funny but I'm pretty like weird and out there and anyone who follows me on my Instagram stories knows this because I just like to make funny faces and just say things but if I don't feel that way open with someone like I don't feel like every part of me is supported then that part of me will kind of shut down and I really like that part of me I'm not I'm that girl when I'm by myself because I'm really just my truest self then and depending on the person I'm with that side of me can come out or can get quieter. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing. I'm just saying that's a real thing. That's like real life, that different people give you different vibes and you act certain ways around certain people. Can you change that? Yes, of course. You can be yourself at all times, no matter who you're around. But it's a natural instinct to feed off of someone else's energy. So if you're with a person that is giving you an energy that's opposite of support in the way that you want to be feeling, if your goofy side is gone when you're with this person or you don't feel like your dreams are are being heard, like say you wanna quit your job and start your own business, if they are looking at you like you're crazy, laughing at you, or just kind of shutting you down every time you bring it up, that's probably not a relationship that's gonna be set up for lifelong growth. It's gonna be stagnant. So if that is not where you're feeling the most supportive, that relationship, maybe there's another relationship that you can manifest or desire and dream of, pray for, that gives you that support that you need as a human being to develop because we all need that. We're humans. We need to grow. Life is long and we need to be with someone that supports us, every ounce of us, every inch of us, the weirdness, the warts and all. And I believe that is out there for every single person. The next point, you're not connecting intimately and emotionally. These to me are just so, so, so important to be intimate and physical with someone and to really connect physically, to desire their their body, to desire them as a human being and to also desire them emotionally, desire their brain, their, their smarts and just find yourself enthralled with, with the physical vehicle that they're inside of and they're, yeah, everything inside, the internal, the emotions, their soul, you want all of it. Now, that's not to say that we go through waves. You could be physically attracted to someone at one point and then not be so much, but that doesn't have that doesn't always have something to do with that person. It could have something to do with you. It could have something to do with something you're going through, maybe a challenge you're going through or um, your energy, your hormones. You could maybe not be feeling super high energy with your sex drive or being attracted to someone, and that could be a physical response to something going on in your life. So I'm not saying that just because you're not physically intimate with someone means that it's a no-go, but I am saying that look at the big picture. Are you generally physically attracted to this person and you feel butterflies in a spark? And as my ex-boyfriend used to say, you feel that pounce factor. The pounce factor is high. You know, or is the pounce factor really low and you don't really desire the, the, the pouncing? That's really important. And I, I believe, in my, I have a very long history and background with relationships that have had intimacy struggles. And that's probably not something I'm going to go into great detail on my podcast. But I have definitely been through situations um, in my in my years with partners where that was not on point and we had struggles with that and it did a lot of stuff with my mind just my mind thinking am I not attractive am I not desired 
oh, what's going on with my partner where he doesn't want me. And in fact, he did, but he was going through, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this was my last relationship. This actually was not my relationship, relationship. This was a while ago, a long time ago. But yeah, it was just struggles of me not feeling like I was being desired. And I was being desired, but he had his own insecurity issues that he was working through at the time. But I responded poorly to that, and I felt very insecure because of his insecurity. And so it just goes on and on and on. But now it's just proven to me how important that side is of things. I believe a lot of you who are listening to this podcast may resonate with this or may have struggled with intimacy because of your body, your own body image issues you may have had. So it's harder to share your body with someone or it's harder to feel vulnerable with someone in that way. But I believe the degree to which that is hard for you is the degree to which how amazing it will be whenever you do open yourself up in that certain way to someone you love and someone you cherish and someone you truly feel that emotional, spiritual, physical connection with. So for me, it is now top of the charts to make sure that whoever I am with, whoever is my partner in life, my boyfriend, my my future husband, I want that intimacy to be on point. And I know I have to show up and be open and vulnerable in order for that to happen. And also on the other side of the coin, I do need to feel that attraction with someone. So intimacy is very important and emotional intimacy and really connecting with someone on an emotional level. And as women, I know we especially want that to be uh, high on the list of connections with someone as knowing that emotionally we are heard, we are respected, and that we can really feel that connection with someone in our heart of hearts. Whew, that's a good, I love that. I love talking about those things. So number three, um, it's not working when you can't see yourself continuing like this long-term. So side note, I'm saying that you, this, let's just put counseling and working through things aside. Let's put those things aside. We're not counting those things. Let's say you can't see yourself continuing like this long-term and it's kind of a permanent thing. So let's adopt the mentality that whatever's happening is the way it's going to be happening. So say, intimately you're not connecting and you're it's partly you like you're struggling with the intimacy with the person and you know that you're not changing and you can't see this happening long term because how hard would that be to be with a partner that you can't connect with emotion emotionally or intimately forever right because your partner you you I think it's a very important ingredient to be able to have a specific set of things like communication that's so important if you and your partner have terrible communication and it is not working, and you've tried everything, and that's permanently how it will be, can you see yourself continuing like this long term? Is it something that you can put underneath the rug, or is it something that just will not work because it's causing so many fights, and you know that a a better system of communication is possible with someone else, and you want that? You know that you deserve that. And you're, this. we're also assuming, okay, that you are showing up with the energy of what you want because you don't just get what you want you get what you are so we're assuming that you're showing up in this relationship with your a game on communication but yet you're not receiving the communication you need in return that's what this point means is that you're you cannot continue like this long term because you're showing up hundred and ten percent to this relationship giving it your all in every area but you're not receiving it right or 
and this will kind of be covered later, you aren't giving 110% and you don't want to because you've checked out. And that is another very important thing to look at. The next point I'm going to say is that you're, you think you're settling instead of simply staying. And if you go back to an episode that I did, oh man, what was it called? Um, yeah, I can't remember on point. It, we did, I did a whole podcast really, uh, relationship episode about this topic. I will find it. I will put the link to it in the show notes because it's very important to listen to. It's great to pair this episode with that one. But we talk about settling instead of staying. And what my guest talked about was that she does, she was dating someone and I believe she still is, who was not kosher, and she decided that that's okay. She stayed in the relationship because she would have to eat kosher, but that's okay. It's not settling. It's just staying in the relationship because the partnership is so much stronger, and you can look past those things. But settling, let's talk about settling. Settling is more like being with someone who puts you down, and you're settling for someone that can put you down in life and discourage you versus being with someone that will lift you up and encourage you. So what are you doing right now? Are you settling or are you staying? And especially if you're not in a romantic partnership and you're listening to this episode through the eyes of someone that is with a platonic relationship, just friends or maybe even family members, then are you settling? Are you staying in this relationship? Are you staying because they give you value in return, the relationship, the partnership, uh, the friendship gives you beautiful things and you walk away from your conversations feeling enlightened and happy? Or are you settling? Are you with someone that is bringing you down and you're with them because they're comfortable? You've been friends a long time. Um, I don't I don't know the many different reasons that you could be just in a relationship. It's just there. They're your neighbor. Uh, your husband, your boyfriend is friends with uh, this girl's uh, husband or boyfriend. So you just happen to be at these dinner dates. Are you settling or are you staying? And if the answer is settling, are do you feel like that's really uh, giving yourself what you deserve? Do you really see yourself as someone that deserves to settle with a relationship, with a friendship? No, you deserve the best. You're decreasing your self-worth if you're saying, I'm worth this, this kind of friendship, this is what I deserve. Instead of saying, I deserve the best friendship that's going to increase my vibe and attract better energy into my life. Because you become like the people you're around. If you're around people that are lazy and are putting themselves down, they're insecure all the time, they're talking poorly about other people, they'd rather talk about people than about dreams, then you're probably going to start talking about people instead of your dreams. You're probably going to be putting people down that you see because of um, how they act or maybe their shape or size because you're around that and you hear that and the things that you constantly hear, that's the way you're going to start to believe. So be around people that have the values and morals that you respect and you want to have. Number five, compromising isn't an option. You've lost motivation to meet halfway, to meet full way. So kind of like what I was saying before, if you know, I'm assuming that you're bringing your all and then that's when you decide the relationship isn't right. But what if you're not bringing your all? What if you're just done? You're checked out. Are you checked out? Are you in this? Are you listening to this podcast right now and saying, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. But in reality, you don't want to do any of those things. I think that relationships, it's true. They come for a season, a reason, and a lifetime. And maybe 
you've just extended your your expiration date for this relationship. Maybe it really isn't the one for you. Maybe it's not the right one and maybe it has served a beautiful purpose and I want you to pinpoint that purpose, find that purpose, make that relationship, get everything you possibly can out of that relationship by identifying what kind of purpose that that partnership gave you? Like, did they help you become a more patient person? Did they help you to reconnect with yourself in new ways? Did they help you to get out of, um, just out of your comfort zone in, in different ways? Did they bring excitement into your life? Did they teach you ways you don't want to be? Did they teach you how to not be a disrespectful person? Did they teach you how not to treat a, a romantic partnership? Find what you can find from this relationship if you have lost motivation to keep it growing, maybe that's just your intuition saying, I'm done. This is done. I've, I've extended as far as I can, and now I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Number six, comfort is holding you together, not love. There is a difference between being in love with someone and being comfortable with someone. If you're in this relationship because you don't want to move out your furniture, because you don't want to decide who gets the dog or who gets the TV, then you're in the relationship for the wrong reasons and it's going gonna, it's gonna to come full circle and it's going to bite you in the booty later on in the future whenever you're even more invested. So if you think that you're with this person because you're scared to be on your own, trust me, being on your own will not only grow you as a person, but it, it is not that scary. <laughs> as humans, I, I believe... It's hard to say because I don't believe we're made to be on our own because if you look at the years and years of our ancestors, we're made to be with people. We are made to love and to be in love and to provide comfort for people, um, nurture people and receive that in return. So I do believe that that is why everyone wants love because we are made for that. At the same time, we're given the resources and tools now, fortunately, in the world we live in today to be independent. Women are doing incredible things on their own. They're starting their own businesses. They're traveling the world solo. They are investing. They're creating nonprofits. They're running in crazy triathlon marathons and just succeeding in life and having all these opportunities. So today, this day that we live in this world is a beautiful time to be able to be an independent, strong female and do what it is that you really want. And I know that you can do this. Maybe you need a coach or maybe you need to join a certain program to get on your feet and really find what it is that you want to be doing with your life right now. But you are not alone. Even whenever you live alone, you are not alone. You are never alone because we're all going through this together. I'm here for you. I know that you have friends in your life and probably family members in your life that are here for you. So whenever you go through this initial breakup or you're saying this isn't right for me, reach out to those people you love. Whenever I was going through my my recent breakup, I just spent days with my family. I, I set up lots of coffee dates with my girlfriends. And then, as you all know, I went on a three-month tra travel journey. I, I just decided it was time for me to go to go and, and live and experience that, feed that need. It was almost like an eat, pray, love thing for me. And now that I'm home, I'm not going to lie that I am dealing with some of those emotions and feelings of being back into the same city I was with my, my ex-boyfriend with. And that definitely is bringing back some emotions and feelings and thoughts. But you know what? I'm sitting with them. I'm sitting with them. I'm allowing those emotions to come. I don't feel shame about them. I don't feel embarrassed. I'm not trying to get rid of them. I'm feeling them. I know they're here for a reason and I know that I'm human and I know that I knew that these things would come back and especially now that I don't have that relationship or my dog, 
right? My best friend who I had, I had given, oh yeah. So for some of you who don't know this, I did, um, I, sna- I was Snapchatting all this. So only a few hundred of you really got to hear the story. But when I was in Asia, my parents had decided they were moving. They're going to apartment. They couldn't have a dog. I wasn't done traveling. They said that they wouldn't be able to watch her ever again because she is quite a handful. And so we collectively made the decision to give her to another family with a loving mother and a loving father who had a backyard and a another dog. So as heartbreaking as this whole thing has been for me, it, it really was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And some of you may say, well, what a good life. And you're right. I've had an awesome life. But that doesn't mean to say that this wasn't extremely hard for me because it was. She was my best friend. And even last night, I had a hard time going to sleep because she wasn't curled up next to me. And I better move on subject because we're getting off topic and I'm going to get teary eyed because it's, it's super hard. But with that said, I let myself feel these things. I am not fighting the emotions because they're normal and I want you to do the same. So if you're realizing that comfort is what's holding you together, not love, you don't really love this person, you're just comfortable with them, it's going to hurt. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. But you're going to get through it because you're amazing and you're strong and you're growing on a moment-to-moment basis, on a day- daily basis, you are growing as a person. You're learning new things. And this experience, this experience of going through this breakup, whatever it may be, is going to help you in so many other ways. You're going to be shocked at how incredible you are and how you got back on your feet. And then, and then after a while, maybe, if, uh, maybe days, maybe weeks, maybe even months, you're going to be so happy. And you're going to be living just on fire. Like I was saying earlier, fire is going to be shooting out of your fingertips and you're going to feel so aligned with who you are. You're going to realize those dreams you had shoved down. You're going to start taking action to make those dreams come true. You're going to be the best version of yourself. And that's what I want for you. Okay. The next point, number seven, Um, I got this one from someone who commented on a post that I shared. I shared this in a group and I asked people's opinions on how you know when a relationship isn't working. And they, this is the one, this is the one point that I I took from, from that conversation. Um, more involved in their life than they are in yours or vice versa. So you really care about getting them on their feet if they're going through a hard time. You really care about helping them mend their relationship with their mother. And basically you're being almost like a mom or a caretaker for them. Listen, you're not a mother. You're, I mean, you might be a mother, but I'm saying you're not a mother to your partner. And depending on your past and your history, maybe you've gone through something yourself where you always seek damaged people or you seek people that can't take care of themselves and you want to fix them. You want to help them. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but it's a problem when it becomes a problem. Are you investing more time into their life than they are to yours? Are you having to mother them and influence them to live on their own, to get a job, to like live a healthier lifestyle, to care about their body. That's not your job. Your job is not to do that. Your job is not to complete them. Your job is to enhance them. And it sounds to me like in that kind of scenario, you would be completing them because they're kind of missing out on lots of different important parts in their life. And you're taking that role of, I'm going to help fix you. I'm going to help put you together. My goal for you is to be with a partner that already has his stuff together. He's already on top of his game and you're on top of your game. You're two complete whole people that are enhancing each other and taking you to that next level. 
So if you're more involved in their life than they are in yours or vice versa, that might be time to take a step back and realize, do you need to complete yourself before you're ready for a relationship? Do they need to complete themselves before they're ready for a relationship? There are varying degrees of this. So say maybe you just care more about someone's like financial health or their happiness. And that I think can be something that can be worked on that with a with a conversation or a few of them. Just tell someone that you would like to be checked in on more. You would like for them to ask you how you're doing or keep you accountable. If that conversation hasn't been had yet, have that first and see what that does for your partnership. But if it doesn't do anything and they don't listen and they still continue to not care about your life or you continue to try to fix theirs, that sounds kind of like an unhealthy relationship, right? Sounds like there might be some codependency going on. And I don't think that serves anyone in the long run. I think it's better to be in a relationship where each of you are fully invested in the other person's life because they are a reflection of you. I love that. They are a reflection of you. Their success is your success. Their happiness is your happiness. So you care about them for those reasons, but not because you're trying to fix them. Last one, a lack of support. And this kind of ties in with everything I've been talking about, but having support from a partner is so crucial. Support in so many things. And this is totally different from fixing someone. We're not talking about fixing, putting the puzzle pieces together. We're talking about support where you are down and you have support. You have someone that you can cry on. You can cry on their shoulder or they'll challenge your beliefs or they will just listen when you need to listen. Sometimes it helps to preface the conversation saying, hey, I'm going through a hard time. And I really just need you to listen. I don't really want anyone to tell me what to do or try to fix this situation, but I just need someone to listen to be a soundboard. And they will give you that space. And they will put down their phone, turn off the TV, and look at you in the eyes. And they're there for you. Or you are starting your own business, and they 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 actually take a role in in asking you questions. How was, how was uh, that investor's meeting? Or how was the journaling assignment you did to find out your five core values of blah, 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 or Valentine's Day rolls around and they want to focus on ways they can improve the relationship or they're invested in growing and taking that next step as a couple. They're invested. They support you and who you are. They support your goals, your dreams, your values, your future. They support the relationship. They support the direction the relationship is going and they constantly want to make it better and stronger. Now, I want you to keep these eight points in mind when you're considering if the relationship you're in is working or isn't working. And hopefully you were able to keep these in mind even with platonic relationships. I know I used a lot of verbiage around romantic relationships, but all of these still apply. You still need support. You still want to be in a relationship where they're involved in your life and you are in theirs. You want to be friends because of the friendship, not because of the comfort of you've known each other since second grade. You you know that it's not working if you can't compromise on anything. You've lost motivation to meet halfway with this person. You know that it's not working if you're settling with this and you, instead of just staying. And you can't see that this could be possibly continue long term. You're not connecting emotionally. Let's not say intimately because this is a platonic relationship now. But emotionally, you don't think that you're really feeling alive and connected with this person and you're not feeling the way you want to be feeling in the partnership. So keeping those in mind, of course, 
going back to the romantic partnerships, you can do counseling. You can go to a therapist. You can join support groups. You can go the extra mile to make these things work. What I'm kind of assuming with this podcast is I'm talking directly to people who have tried those things or don't want to try those things and are on the verge of just making this decision that the relationship isn't right, but they need more clarity. I'm not necessarily talking about marriage, just to be honest. This is more of like boyfriend, girlfriend, or yeah, like maybe even just engaged if you're engaged, but you're not quite married. I don't feel comfortable speaking strictly to marriage people because I understand that is a very sacred covenant on its own level. And I think there's more points that need to be said for if the relationship isn't working, more than just these ones that I shared, but other things probably more serious and more relationship threatening that would need to be talked about. So maybe I will have an expert in marriage come on the show to talk about that. Um, But even if you are married, these points are super important to know if the relationship isn't working. doesn't mean that it's over. It just means that if it's not really working for the for the better, these are things you can start to work on together to really strengthen the bond, strengthen the relationship. So thank you everyone for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm quite curious about your thoughts. I'm quite curious about which one of these points stuck out the most to you. So if you would like, join the MBM podcast group on Facebook, the MBM Podcast Tribe, and share your thoughts or go to the show notes and leave a comment on which one of these spoke to you the most. Maybe share some of your own experiences with a relationship that's going on. Or you can always comment on my Instagram, Madeline Moon, M-A-D-E-L-Y-N, and let me know how this spoke to you because I'm very curious. Thank you guys for listening. I really enjoy being able to come at you every Wednesday with a new podcast episode. Remember, I have my coaching availability open if this is for you, if you want to apply then feel free to apply for the one-on-one coaching so we can spend a beautiful six months minimum together. And I have, like I said, two spots left open for my retreat. If you feel that this spot is made for you, apply for the retreat by going to the coaching tab and clicking on apply now under the retreat section. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast and I'll come at you next week with an incredible guest that I am so excited to have on the show. See you there.